House Republicans yesterday rejected Hunter Biden's offer to testify publicly in front of Congress as part of the impeachment inquiry into President Biden and have threatened to hold him in contempt if he does not appear in a closed-door session. In Hunter Biden's defense, you get him behind closed doors, things tend to get a little freaky. Ah, the propaganda machine. It's good to be a Democrat, isn't it? Hunter Biden with nine more charges, including three felony charges yesterday, facing 17 additional years in prison for his tax crimes. And we have a list of things that he spent money on. He really likes prostitutes. Either that or he's found some really, really expensive prostitutes. Could be either. Maybe a a mixture of both. Well, welcome back and happy Friday. We continue to be at 888-630-9625. is the telephone number. Today is the day after Pearl Harbor Day. Yesterday, the uh, 82nd anniversary of the dastardly Japanese surprise attack on our forces at Pearl Harbor, thrusting us into World War II, where the United States was called upon to send 16.5 million men to war and reshape the world in the 20th century for the better. And uh, the Democrats, they're on the side of the imperialists and the Socialist Workers Party now, but pay no attention to that. And boy, are they on the side of the Socialist Workers Party when it comes to Israel. Completely nuts indeed. But today, December 8th, is the, where are we now, 43rd anniversary, the 43rd anniversary of John Lennon being shot. John Lennon of the Beatles, shot and killed outside of his building, the Dakota in New York City on Central Park West by a Democrat, naturally, named Mark David Chapman. Mark David Chapman shot him. And uh, they. this sounds a little silly because it is a little silly, I think, but they, they've been waiting 43 years to release John Lennon's final words, his final words, which uh, can only be revealed today, stand by, which were, I'm shot. I'm shot. Which... Uh, See, I don't know why you'd keep that secret for 43 years. Seems like a pretty straightforward reaction when Mark David Chapman had just uh, shot you. And uh, terrible, terrible story, obviously. I remember it. I remember it. I was watching Monday Night Football, and the announcement came after a play, kind of going to Brenton. The Monday Night Football announcers paused to announce that John Lennon had been shot, and a short time later, they... uh, uh, they said that uh, he had died during the football game. It was kind of a remarkable thing. It was. Now, I was living in Santa Barbara at the time. I remember it well. It was beautiful then. And, uh, and I, had a, uh, I had a girlfriend. I had a girlfriend who I was dating. And she was at home with her family, her sister and her father and her mother. And I called, assuming they were probably not watching Monday Night Football or paying attention, and I called. I called on the telephone. And, uh, and uh, my girlfriend didn't answer. Her father answered. Her father answered. And he was uh, an interesting guy, no longer with us. And, and I said, are you watching Monday Night Football? He said, no, 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 we're not. And I said, John Lennon was just shot. 
John Lennon was just shot. And he said, without missing a beat, he said, it's about, <laughs> he said, he said, it's about time. He said, it's about time. That's what he said. And I said, what? It's about time is your response to John Lennon being shot. And he said, yeah. Then he, without much uh, further ado, he passed the phone to his daughter, uh, who I was dating. <laughs> and I said, listen, I'm watching Monday Night Football. They just announced that John Lennon has been shot. And she she shrieked in the room with her mother and her father and her sister, said, Chris says, John Lennon has been shot. I'm reporting the news, you know. John Lennon has been shot. And I said, yeah, I just told your father. And he said, it's about time. It's about time. And uh, the, the, uh, the women screamed. My girlfriend turned and said, Dad, you said it's about time when Chris told you that John Lennon had just been shot? And he said, well, yeah. <laughs> And they, I think she dropped the phone and they went over and they were pounding him with their fists, three women. This was kind of normal in this household. And they were pounding him and he, you know, hunched over and, and they were pounding him, uh, three, you know, two girls and one woman. And they're pounding him with this, with their fists. Said, it's about time. It's about, I mean, it's about time. And he, in his own defense, he said, well, wait, wait, wait a minute. I thought he meant Elton John. <laughs> That's what he said. I thought he meant Elton John. That's what he said. And then they continued to pound him with their fists. <laughs> so that's my memory of the uh, the night that uh, John Lennon was shot. It was kind of a, um, you know, how to, how to make a tragedy, <laughs> how to make a tragedy funny, I guess. That's, uh, yep, that's what happened the night that John Lennon was shot in, in my studio apartment on Mitchell Terena Street, Santa Barbara, California, with my 13-inch Black Stripe TV. Ah, uh, those were the days. All right, so uh, that's the anniversary today, 43 years since a uh, Democrat shot John Lennon in New York City and, and uh, killed him. And it was, uh, it was a terrible thing. It really was. Now, so many things to get to. I, uh, the Hunter Biden charges, and the Hunter Biden, I have a list here of things that Hunter Biden spent money on. And it's a pretty interesting list, I, I've got to say. You know, you don't, you don't want to call it a fabulous list. You don't want to call it anything like that. But it's, uh, you know, the guy, he's living the Vita Loca. There's no doubt about that. At least he, at least he was. And uh, over the course of four years, he spent a lot of money on a lot of things that you probably don't spend money on. But, but who, am I, who am I to assess? I shouldn't, I shouldn't judge from here. Now, before I get to that, there's another story that I want to share with you because, you know, um, Spike Lee likes to call Baltimore... Maryland, he likes to call it Bodymore Murderland. Bodymore Murderland because it's a, a very violent city with a lot of crimes because they have all those Democrats there, so many Democrats, and um, a lot of crime. Washington, D.C., well, the whole country is in a Democrat, in the midst of a Democrat crime wave because they do a lot of that. But Baltimore has a lot of issues. I was going through my left wing radical Washington Post. You know, they went on strike yesterday, all the 700 people at the Washington Post, they went on strike and they marched around banging drums and being idiots yesterday. And uh, my paper was delivered to the front door today. No difference at all. No, no difference whatsoever. But I was leafing through it. And my best girl, we, you know, we, I had the metro sectional and she had the A sectional. And, and there is a, uh, a headline, Baltimore may explore a sale of struggling inner harbor hotel. They've got an inner, what, what do you mean Baltimore is going to sell it? 
Well, it turns out somehow the city of Baltimore came into possession of this very large Hilton Hotel on the Inner Harbor. And now their Baltimore, the Baltimore mayor, let's go Brandon Scott, said that he would consider selling the financially beleaguered Hilton Baltimore Inner Harbor Hotel. Wait, you mean you own it? And the answer is, yeah, the city owns the, and it's still a Hilton Hotel, but the city owns it, and now it's uh, financially beleaguered. A move that <clears throat> past mayors have ruled out in light of the likely financial loss the city would suffer. We're open to anything, said Let's Go Brandon Scott during a City Hall news conference. As we move forward with reimagining downtown, they love that that reimagining thing. They're like little children watching a Disney cartoon and they're reimagining. They're reimagining downtown. Yeah, it needs reimagining. You know what you need to reimagine? Law enforcement. And looking at how things operate, he said, I'm quite open to someone coming in to operate the hotel and not having the city operate it. Well, you know, it's probably the only Hilton hotel in the world that if you sold it, you'd take a loss. The only Hilton hotel in the world that is operating at a loss on a daily basis because the government is running it and they're leftists. So they're basically communists today. And they, you know, they couldn't run a popsicle stand and make money. But I saw that story and I thought that was kind of interesting. And then and then another story surfaced, and CBS News in Baltimore did the story a couple of days ago, and now a, uh, a Baltimore local paper, the Baltimore Banner, has the story. And Brenna Smith writes, it. listen to this, this is what Democrats do to cities in America. The headline is, a steady stream of human pee is harming Baltimore's historic buildings. Sure. City officials, the same people who can't you know, run a popsicle stand, hope a solution lies in addressing a problem as historic as the buildings themselves, a lack of public restrooms. You know, a lot of places lack public restrooms, but the buildings aren't collapsing from the amount of... Many of downtown Baltimore's buildings are slowly being washed away, the story says. The problem is less flooding and rain and more golden showers. See, back to the Russian uh, dossier. See, we're going back there again. That's right, P. Human urine is eroding thousands of historic buildings in downtown Baltimore. The exterior base is corroding with every spurt. Like a yellow Sharpie, it's highlighting long-standing tensions, naturally, in Baltimore. The decline of a once-bustling city center, dwindling public spaces, and the enduring needs of the local homeless population. We're becoming, honestly, Calcutta in India. The whole country is. You know why? Democrats is the truthful answer. Baltimore is not alone. For as long as people have made buildings, there have been people who peed on them. Sure, the acidic liquid is also wreaking havoc on the world's tallest church in Germany, the historic streets of Paris. Well, Paris, sure, everybody knows that. And medieval inns in London, sure, but, uh, you know, uh, back to Baltimore. Baltimore is considering a, a different approach, a different approach. Now, in, uh, in Paris, they have installed kind of public restrooms for uh, people to go to so they can rest. But Baltimore is considering a different approach, and uh, 
You know, city officials, the downtown partnership, are working to install several restrooms, several in a major city. But I got to tell you, the, um, the, 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 the Democrat wave in cities these days is a third world nightmare. I, um, you know, I've been, I've been to a place or two, and I recall being in Bangaluru. Have you ever been to Bangaluru? Bangaluru in India, in Karnataka. And, uh, you know, it's uh, cleaner and fresher and safer than Baltimore and then many parts of Washington, D.C. as well. That's right, Bangaluru. Bangaluru was great, wonderful place in Karnataka because, you know. All right, but I just wanted to share that because it's a Democrat story. It's a Baltimore story. It's uh, what, what happens when Democrats run cities into the ground, into the side of mountains, because Democrats. Now, back to Hunter Biden for a second, since there, there are some uh, related issues there. A new 50-plus page Hunter Biden indictment is stunning. Anybody not caught up on the evidence, if you're not aware of the evidence, will be if they read it in full. None of this would have happened without the brave IRS whistleblowers and Judge Norica and the dogged House investigators. And I want to get to that and share that with you because the, uh, the documents are really quite something. They are, um, gosh, there are so many things to share. I don't want to, I don't want to start before... I'm ready to go, but the the amount of money that he spent, and they've got the documents here from the indictment, and it lays out what Hunter Biden was spending his money on over the course of a four-year period while he was not paying his taxes. And I want to share that with you coming up. Hey, this kind of uh, flows very well, too. Do you have odors in your home you just can't get rid of? Well, now you can get rid of any stinky odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. Baltimore could use a bunch of these. The thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking, cigarette smoke, litter boxes, trash cans, even leftists are no match for the Eden Pure thunderstorm. Thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds to clear any room of any odor. I've got two of them at home myself. They're only this big. You can hold one in your hand just like this. There are no expensive filters to buy and replace on a schedule. Hundreds of thousands of thunderstorms already sold and thousands of five-star reviews online. And this week, I've got an amazing deal for you to get your own thunderstorms. Right now, you can save $200 when you get three Eden Pure thunderstorms for whole home protection for the teenager's room. You know, litter boxes. That's three units for under $200. All you have to do is go to Eden Pure Deals, EdenPureDeals.com, and enter the discount code CHRIS. That's me, C-H-R-I-S. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is Chris. Plus, you get free shipping. Yeah, the Hunter Biden. This is uh, this is quite remarkable stuff. And they didn't mean to release a, uh, you know, an almost comical document. But in some ways it is. And we are at 888-630-9625.
Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Look at me. You cannot talk to me that way and say things like that. Because I'm more respectful than anyone you've ever met. That was uh, Hunter Biden making videos of himself with a Russian prostitute, a Russian lady of the evening. Democrats want all women to grow up to be prostitutes. They, they call them sex workers now. And uh, guess who's working them? You betcha. Well, the headline today is Hunter Biden's indictment on tax charges will make it harder for President Biden to dodge questions, comma, legal experts say. That's what legal experts are saying. And it's true, Jonathan Turley was on the television last night, the uh, law professor extraordinaire from the George Washington University, which is full of anti-Semites and jihadis, but pay no attention to that. So he was indicted by a federal grand jury in California yesterday on nine counts, nine, almost ten, nine counts, stemming from his alleged failure to pay more than $1 million in taxes between 2016 and 2019. I'm going to score that as four years, assuming it's January 1st, 2016, December 31st, 2019, right? 16, 17, 18, so that's four years and uh, refusing to pay, uh, oops, I can't believe I forgot to pay my taxes for a fourth year in a row. Legal experts said the indictment reaffirms that President Joe Biden lied to the American public, and it could force him to provide answers, but I doubt it, though it may enable Hunter Biden to avoid his upcoming congressional deposition by pleading the fifth. See, now when he goes in, Congress has subpoenaed him. But in the documents, they did provide a list of things that Hunter Biden spent money on. And I want to share that with you because this guy is a party animal. Let me just tell you that. Does it have a line item for crack and other cocaine? I'm going to have to, I'm going to, have to click on this. I want to share with you what Hunter Biden was spending money on while not paying taxes or child support. I was literally saying, I'm sorry that it took so long to give you $10,000. Do you have any bruise, anything? Is any, have I ever touched you in a bad way? Ever. Have I asked you every time if I could touch you? See, he's really a good man, Hunter Biden. With uh, Did she speak any English at all? That was a Russian press, another Russian collusion moment from the Biden family and the Democrat Party. And all these videos are on his laptop, and and the New York Times, like, hey, we don't, 
We don't think this is his laptop. Come on, CNN. Well, prove that it's his laptop. Well, it's got about a thousand porn videos of himself on there with Russian-speaking prostitutes and uh, all of that stuff. Maybe he didn't know they were prostitutes, except for, you know, the conduct in which he uh, was involved with them and then the exchange of money and and uh, all that stuff. But but the um, the big indictment yesterday, grand jury in California, the Democrats, it's true, will find a way to spin this to their advantage. Oh, Hunter Biden couldn't possibly testify before Congress under oath now because of these pending issues. With the grand jury in California and the tax evasion and, and all of this, but pay no attention because the news media will pay no attention to it. I can assure you. Certainly it's on the front page of the Washington Post today since it happened yesterday, right? Sure. Sure. Hunter Biden faces nine counts in federal tax indictment. And this is funny. This is written by, and it is in the Washington Post, by Washington Post staff. Nobody put their name on it. Uh, because they were striking yesterday. You know, they were striking. They were on strike. So these are the scabs writing the story. It's kind of funny. Their lead story, Trump appeal sets off key test, is their lead story. At issue, immunity, double jeopardy. Process could delay trial until after 2024 vote. That would be good. And who's that written by? Washington Post staff. It's written by Washington Post staff, which is interesting. D.C.'s new crime center to monitor CCTV video. Written by Washington Post staff. So the scabs, this is the scab edition of the Washington Post, which is great because they were marching around in circles, as lefties like to do, in front of the Washington Post building yesterday, banging on plastic drums and and saying, we want more of somebody else's money for doing uh, less because they're leftists. And that's what they do. Yeah, so the uh, all these stories on the front page written by Washington Post staff. Washington Post scabs. It's funny in its own way. I think Jeff Bezos should dock him all a day's pay, at least. At least. But the clowns at the Washington Post anonymously write. It's kind of perfect that they write anonymously. All their sources are anonymous. I've been saying for some time, actually, that the reporters should be anonymous, too. What's the difference? Special counsel David Weiss, you know, who gave Hunter Biden a pass and has been, what is this, five years now? Five years into this? And he should have been charged with these crimes years ago. And David Weiss tried to give him the sweetheart deal in Delaware and it was just going to go away in one day, but the judge was having none of it. She's a rational judge, a Trump judge. Now, special counsel David Weiss, who used to work with Bo Biden and has ties to the Biden family from the past, no big deal, has filed a second indictment against President Biden's son, Hunter, the Russian hooker, Dayton stripper, knocker-upper, crackhead kicked out of the Navy, son of Joe Biden. You know, this time on tax charges. He still has the gun charges. The other one, that's when he was dating his brother Bo's widow, and his brother having sex with his brother Bo's widow. It's, I think in my family that would not be allowed. Um, but it's okay because at the same time he was also dating her sister because 
you know, a little kink goes a long way. So the Washington Post says the uh, this time on tax charges, and he's got the gun charges from the last time because the the brother Bo's widow took his gun, went to their high end grocery store, as the news media described it, dropped in a garbage can in the alley behind the dumpster, and then the Secret Service showed up when he went to retrieve it to help sweep it all under the rug and cover it up for the Biden family because they corrupt everything they touch. This time on tax charges as the continued fallout from a collapsed plea deal this summer. Remember he had that plea deal where David Weiss was going to let him walk away with not so much as a slap on the wrist. Means the younger Biden could go on trial twice next year while his father runs for re-election. It's time for Joe Biden to step down. I, I do think I was the first or certainly among the first to go on the record saying Joe Biden is not going to be the nominee next year. Now it's become a popular saw, but I put that on a video months ago now. We should go retrieve that and get the date stamp on that. Hunter Biden was charged by a grand jury in California with nine counts of failing to file and pay taxes, tax evasion, and filing false tax returns. Three of the charges are felonies. The other six are misdemeanors. The prosecutors are accusing Biden of failing to pay at least $1.4 million in federal taxes from 2016 through 2019, uh, according to the 56-page indictment. Biden earned more than $7 million in gross income between 2016 and 2020, paid no taxes. And what did he do? What does he do for a living? What is his job that pays so well? And that's where it starts to get a little funky. He doesn't really have a job. He doesn't really have a profession. He did go to an Ivy League law school, which I presume is filled with anti-Semites, but his $7 million over the course of four years from foreign business deals, the Washington Post writes with a straight face, including payments including payments, they say, for his, for his service, for his service. He provides a lot of service, mostly to drug dealers and prostitutes, but uh, that's okay because, you know, his service on the board of Ukrainian natural gas company Burisma and his work for a Chinese energy conglomerate, the Chinese communists have bought their way into the Biden family very directly. He also received another $1.3 million in 2020 and spent the money to fund, quote, an extravagant lifestyle, end quote, including drugs, escorts, and girlfriends. The Washington Post is spinning it best they can. When they say escorts and girlfriends, what do you think they mean? Exotic cars and clothing, the indictment alleges. The $1.2 million came from a personal friend. There are always personal loans that never get paid back. This is, honestly, the Sopranos, the Gambino family, the Biden family. The $1.2 million came from a personal friend, according to prosecutors, who routed the money to third parties and then to Biden, who allegedly spent the funds 
for a lavish, a lavish house in Venice, California, and car payments for a Porsche. The indictment charges that he also earned more than $140,000 in payments for his memoir, Beautiful Things. That's about the Russian hookers. I think it's a, it's a photo book, kind of like gender queer, but this time with women. So this is the, uh, and uh, Weiss, David Weiss, the special counsel, um, he's the guy that gave Hunter the free pass. Now let's go to what Hunter was actually spending the money on, because I have the document right here pulled from the pages of the indictment. The following is a summary of the approximate expenditures that the defendant made instead of paying his taxes. All right, expenses made from Owasco, O-W-A-S-C-O, PC, that's one of their many companies, and the defendant's bank accounts, 2016 to 2019. Now, this is great. He's got a bank account, and he's got an ATM card. When I go to the the ATM, use my ATM card, I think the maximum I can take out is $500. I think the max I can take out is $500. All right, ATM cash withdrawals. In 2018, from ATMs, from ATMs, automatic teller machines, cash machine, in 2018, he took out $772,548 from ATMs. That's cash, walking around cash. Here's the interesting thing. It was all in $1 bills. It was all in singles. Because because he spends a lot of time at places where $1 bills are, uh, you'd think he'd just use fives or tens, you know, kind of jazz it up a little. So in 2016, he took out more than $200,000 from ATMs. 2017, he took out more than $500,000 from ATMs. 2018, $772,548 from ATMs. And then back down in 2019 to $186,920 from ATMs. $920. Once he just went up and took out 20 because, you know, <laughs> not really. That's uh, probably fees or something. But, but there it is. So over the course of four years, from ATMs to have some cash money in his pocket, well, some some folding money. The twenty, he bought a twenty dollars straw that day, <laughs> and why? Because he was uh, creating uh, masterful art by blowing paint through straws, right? Maybe not. I think it turns out Hunter Biden actually jammed that straw in the nose of that turtle. Do you know that? That's what he did. Now that that had turned the Democrats against him. One cocaine-addicted turtle, and the world stops using straws. So between 2016 and 2019, he took out, from ATMs now, $1.664 million. $1.6 million plus $64,000. Pretty amazing stuff. And then it has one category here, payments to various women. Payments to various women. Not the mother of his child, who refused to pay child support to but we're talking about prostitutes. They use the word escorts, and the Washington Post uses escorts, girlfriends. Hey, will you be my girlfriend? Yeah, for $1,000, I'll be your girlfriend. Okay, let me go to the ATM, because I've only taken out $700,000 this year. I've still got more in there. So here is the, uh, the, the indictment. Payments to various women. In 2016, it was only $4,400. 
That's, you know, payments, various women. The next year, 2017, $138,837. Where'd that seven come from? 2018, $383,548 for various women. Then $156,000. That's over the course of four years, the IRS whistleblowers and the prosecutors and the grand jury, and now the indictment, over four years, payments to various women adding up to $683,212. How much for the little girl? The women. How much for the women? That was, <laughs> That's Hunter Biden's life. Now, here is, over the course of those four years, he spent $397,000 on clothing. On clothing. I went to the Eddie Bauer recently. I got a shirt. I uh, got, it's got the pockets on the front and uh, stuff. $683,000 on women. $397,000 on clothing. Health, beauty, and pharmacy. $237,000 over that four-year period. And miscellaneous retail purchases, miscellaneous retail purchases, $236,000 over that. Food, groceries, and restaurants, I'm thinking mostly restaurants, $214,000 other people paid most of the time. Loan and mortgage payments, he had to pay some mortgage stuff, $191,000. But isn't he renting all these houses in the, this says mortgage payments. Whose mortgage is he paying? Maybe Joe's, because, you know, he's funneling money surreptitiously to, to Joe. And then separately, this is great, adult entertainment. This, according to multiple reports, is porn online, online porn, $188,000 and $960. Nearly $200,000 on porn, which they generously call adult entertainment. That's uh, pretty good stuff. Yes, sir. And uh, telephone and utilities, $118,000. You know, he was paying for the burner phones for Joe Biden so he could call them from the meetings and so on. Now, this is kind of fun. Drug and alcohol rehab, $71,000 over the course of those four years. But it kind of it got weird because in uh, 2016, it was $7,600. 2017, $28,600. 2018, $35,669 on rehab for drug and alcohol. And then, of course, in 2019, zero. Nothing. See, because that's because he got all better. No more rehab. Yes, sir. He contributed to his Roth IRA only one year. $53,000. 2016 to his, he's got an IRA? Hey, how about that? He's more responsible than I thought. Yes, sir. Home help, cleaning, and child care. 22000 and 16000 the first two years, then $0 for the second two years. Pretty amazing. That's our first son. That's the Biden family. That's the federal government. They've known all this for years. David Weiss has been sitting on this for 
about a half a decade now. It is good to be a Democrat. You're a woman. I, I, I want to buy your women, the little girl, your daughters. Sell them to me. Send me your children. All right, Hunter Biden. Yeah, I noticed his bar bill was not in there. Got the hookers, hundreds of thousands of dollars in prostitutes. Your Democrat Party. Hey, uh, why won't Senator Durbin allow the Jeffrey Epstein flight logs, flight manifests to be released? Oh, he's protecting his party, the Democrat Party, going off to... Uh, you know, Statutory Rape Island. Is that what it's called? I think it's called Statutory Rape Island. On Lolita 1. Sure, you bet. Man, oh man. All right, let's, uh, let's grab a phone call. Let's go, to, uh, let's go to Joseph calling from Austin, Texas. Joseph, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hello, Chris. I just want to mention that there is a thing in the United States called the gift tax. Uh-huh. And normally the donor pays it. So if in truth and in fact, Hunter was paying the mortgages and other expenses of his father, there should have been uh, gift tax returns filed, and that would go against his lifetime exemption. Or in the alternative, if he wasn't paying it, it's Joe's responsibility to pay it. I don't think they take this seriously, though, Joseph. Now, you're a tax guy, is that right? Yeah, I'm an attorney, and you're absolutely right. Absent the whistleblowers coming forward, none of this would have been all swept under the rug because they don't take it seriously. Right. Because if you're a Democrat tax cheat, you get away with it. Well, especially if your name is Biden or, you you know, you're connected. We... uh, I'm sorry to have to report from our nation's capital that we're living in a very corrupt country and that Washington, D.C. is a very corrupt city and that our FBI has been corrupted, our intelligence community has been corrupted, our news media is profoundly corrupt, the leftists running college campuses we've seen this week, profoundly corrupt. One of them may be losing her job, the one at uh, which? Um, uh, Penn, I think. I've got that coming up. Thank you, Joseph. <laughs> The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.